kind of almost be like a hey where are they now yeah exactly a bit of a revival yeah well it, it is it's this weird thing like when it comes to marketing like we had didn't know how to describe ourselves because like we we touch on pop punk but pop punk doesn't mean what pop punk used to mean so like modern yeah, pop punk true. now is completely different and yeah. we don't fit yeah, in definitely. there at all <laughs> well, it's like what, a 2000s nostalgia nod what what are it's the plans for you guys on. moving forward then so when we get back to some form of normality whatever that is i can't quite remember um how do you guys see yourselves returning what are your plans well we well, we uh, want to record an album don't we is don't we yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so kaylee wants to record an album brilliant Brilliant. I mean, we've, we've got we've got like enough material for a full album. We're mostly just debating what the last song would be because we have so much material that it doesn't. We have too much for an album, effectively. So we're trying to work out what it's a good songs. To have. Yeah. So trying to we, we like are really solid on like the first nine songs, and then it's like one song at the end, and we're like, ah, oh, I don't know. Which, uh, yeah, but that's the, that's what we're stuck on. The problem is, is that we want to be able to get into a rehearsal room to bash out the ideas and see what works. But obviously. Uh, yeah, which is, a, which is another thing from uh, lockdown as well. So mm. we're going to yeah. take some of the like recording at home ideas to speed up the demoing process of how it will sound. So we're not yeah. wasting entire days in the studio going, "Oh, what's this guitar sound like?" We can just go fuck <laughs> it in. Yeah, and, like we're, yeah. we're kind of moving away from studio ideas. Like every time I've gone into a studio, I've left going, "Oh, I wish I'd been able to do this," or "I wish I'd had time for that." And it's it's been annoying. So we're thinking of self-recording as best we can and then paying for a producer not paying for a studio makes sense not we like we, enough... when we recorded yeah. our ep in a pub yeah not like <laughs> that's terrible never <laughs> ever listened to the grim citizens ep <laughs> oh no that is that, that that's on repeat in the background when i shower <laughs> Oh, cool. You must hate yourself greatly. Uh, but yeah, no, right. uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. We're going to record an album. There you go. Let's let's listen to the new single. I'm really really excited for this. And guys, I know it's been brief. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll get you on again now. Um, when you know when you've got more material, when the album's ready, we'll have a catch up. Hopefully post COVID, and maybe we we can all kind of hook up live as well. Maybe come to see you. So if anyone would now. Producer Tom is ready to press play. Would anyone now like to introduce the new track? Yeah, I'll go for it. So, so, sorry. We're Ignite Mates, and this is our new single out April 16th called San Junipero. Cheers, guys. Not like that. Let's shut the fuck up.
Stretch your mind, show the real you Keep it 100, we could go awesome forever Baby, that's real, real Baby, it's your love and I can do without 
Grace Parry, uh, first of all there, she is from Swansea, uh, amazing woman. She started singing at the age of three, playing piano at six and songwriting at 12. She's been performing professionally since the age of 17, so she's incredible. Uh, she's tuned in there, you can see her comments. Well done, Grace. That was her single reel. Okay. Uh, then we had uh, Sean Richards, again from Swansea, South Wales, self-taught guitarist, which again is phenomenal. And we had her single, In Your Heart. Beautiful. What do you reckon, guys? Beautiful. Absolutely track. beautiful. They're very Thank powerful. Um, just to remind everybody, celebrating International Women's Day, Mother's Day, we are going to be playing lots of female artists, female-fronted artists, and none more than our upcoming feature, in the spotlight which i'm really looking forward to we're going to play that right away um and then we're going to invite um our good friend well colleague ian davis uh on uh, just to have a quick catch up um and we're going to hear you know from from the perspective of, of, of a music journalist as well but first of all let's introduce our next few songs we're gonna have a triple play now um we are running out of time so i'm trying to squeeze it all in We've got 26th Avenue, which is a London-based four-piece indie rock band formed in 2018, made up of Demi, Lewis, Alex, and Joe. Debut EP Fuel the Fire was released in December last year, um, providing anthems for love and heartbreak, which I absolutely love. Um, you know, that, that's, that's right up my street, that is. Inspired by Paramore and Fleetwood Mac, the band create a body of work that captures the highs and lows of love and the tangled emotions of heartbreak that comes with it as well. Comprised of four tracks, Fuel the Fire captures the band's non-conforming nature as they reveal their vulnerable side for this new instalment. I am really, really excited for this. I've been following the band on um, Instagram. I, I literally just came across them accidentally followed them from very very early on and i messaged them a couple of weeks ago and said listen we're kicking off the radio and i really want you guys to be featured so we've um yeah we, we've teamed up and they are this this new format making noise first in the spotlight feature we're going to hear three tracks from them back to back disillusion february tears and flare all from the album fuel the fire make sure that you go and follow them on the socials um let's hear the tracks now without further ado i think we're going to hear disillusion first we'll play them all the way through and then we'll have a catch up afterwards so producer tom when you're ready here. take it away yes absolutely hit it tom I don't have the answers No, not tonight No, not tonight You asked me to come
26th Avenue there, um, London-based four-piece indie rock band. I'm absolutely blown away by them. I think they I, are incredible. Can you see why I picked them to be in the spotlight? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Brilliant. Um, listen, before we before we start, we're going to welcome Ian on um, any minute. I think he's coming on now. There he is. Um, but before welcome. we do, um, a couple of shout outs um, before we get too excited by the presence of an international music journalist. Um, I would like to give a couple of <laughs> I would like to give a couple of shout outs. Kirsten Osborne, we've mentioned you already, but we can never mention you enough, Kirsten. You are incredible. Uh, Grace hey, Parry, I'd like to say hello. Thank you for tuning in. We heard you uh, your music on the show a little bit earlier. Helen Marie. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Karen Osborne as well. We've had message from you. Um, Lola, hello, Lola. Thank you for tuning in. And Nikki Lloyd as well, you absolute legend. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody um, who's tuned in so far. Don't forget, we are uh, broadcasting live on purewestradio.com. But of course, we're all over the socials as well. On uh, Facebook, we're streaming live, YouTube and Twitter. I suppose the biggest um, shout out that I need to give is the guy... Uh, um, that's doing all the work behind the scenes. Tom, um, Tom, thank you so much for everything that you're doing, mate. Um, we couldn't be without you today, could we? What a, a producer. What a producer. As soon as we can buy him a pint, we're going to have to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we could buy him some beers right now, but, you know, we'll wait. We'll wait until it's <laughs> We'll wait. We'll wait. Well, you guys, you haven't even met him. I haven't even met him. He's an absolute legend. Um, anyway, back onto the subject. Um, what do you guys think of 26th Avenue? Beautiful. Absolutely awesome! Great energy, I, great energy. Totally, yeah. Definitely, that, that energy is definitely the word there. I was loving it. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of reminiscence of that that kind of genre that I've heard before, but but in a nice, fresh way. And that's that's definitely needed right now. You know. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, like I said, I came across some back on social media, and, and that's, that's um, I've kind about. of watched them grow, um, release their, their single 206, which was the first single. So we, we, we didn't hear that. That's the fourth uh, track from the album, Fuel the Fire. Um, but yeah, I, I literally can't get enough of them. I think they're phenomenal. Uh, the socials for those as well, by the oh, way, the guys. Because well, exactly. You're you're gonna want to go and um, you know, you're gonna want to go and follow them. You're gonna want to go and like them. They are at twenty sixth Av Band. That's twenty sixth T H A V E Band. Okay, so definitely head over, like them, share them, and you know, just support. Send them a press pack. Okay, I, it looks like um, we haven't got. I'm struggling. I'm struggling at the minute. I'm struggling at the minute with the old lockdown mop. Um, that's a problem that you two guys don't seem to be having. <laughs> hey, hey, I shaved mine today, mate. I'm all good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah brilliant. pretty good. much well, at hair, and this ain't coming off, and it's stayed on for a long time. Well, that is a very good point. I'm glad that you um, you made the effort to shave for for the show. So thank you course, for that. Of course, mate. <laughs> I looked. I looked like a. I looked like a, a, Chewbacca. a homeless person. So, you know. <laughs> um, if if we if we can for a second go back on to um, the topic for today, which is COVID and, and, and obviously the impact on the um, music industry, how we move forward, and I want to focus on that, how we move forward, and in particular maybe the short term, certainly the rest of 2021. One of the big questions on a lot of people's lips is about um, some of the bigger live music events such as festivals yeah. Yeah. um we heard that well, glastonbury is cancelled i think yes it is ian's joined yeah. us hello ian we'll come to you in a minute are you there 
Download, download is also cancelled. Yeah. Reading and Leeds going ahead. Um, Reading and Leeds are going ahead. Um, now, what they've said, the, the organisers have said they're very confident they'll go ahead with it. Yeah. Um, but obviously the government's plan to scrap like the limits on social contact, only in England at the moment, obviously not Wales, uh, by the 21st of June, as long as COVID is under control. So if that happens, then yes, they'll go ahead. Um, but the Association of Independent Festivals have also said that the, the 20... Uh, you'll have to excuse my voice, everyone, if you're just tuned in, because I'm losing it. Uh, the 2021 <laughs> festival season is by no means guaranteed at this point. Um, yeah. And, and Redden and Leeds festivals shouldn't be used as like a barometer for the whole market, because it's still a bit... Mm, of course, we're on a roller coaster. It is. I mean, June, obviously... Cancel. Download Glastonbury. No. Uh, August Boomtown. No decision yet. Obviously, if if it was going to go ahead, Anna Wade probably would have already announced the headliners by now. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but there's there's nothing definite. They 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 want to schedule. They are scheduled for early August, but there's nothing definite. Uh, Creamfields is going ahead. Mike, I'm I'm wondering, um, and and you you may not know. I'm wondering if there is any um, activity in terms of what the restrictions will be. If we're going ahead with Reading and Leeds, have they got numbers? Have uh, they talked about social distancing and and things like that? Well, this this is the thing. If if they go ahead, I mean, um, when are they? I think it's August, isn't it? August twenty seventh or twenty ninth. Yeah. So by then, they're hoping that the, the June 21st restrictions would have been lifted. But obviously, they're saying, you know, how do we do it? Do we, do we make sure everybody's got a vaccine? Or do we test everybody? When they buy a ticket, they're going to test. And if they're, if they're positive, they don't come in. You know, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. There's, there's not much information I can find on it, to be honest, Rob. There's not I'm much. interested. I'm interested. Ian, before we go any further, can you hear us, Ian? Yeah. Brilliant, fantastic. Um, we'll we'll come to you in a minute, Ian. I do apologise for being a little bit ignorant. Um, I'm wondering, and Ian, I, I'm I'm happy to have your input as well on this. What are your opinions on the potential of a vaccination passport? I th I, I think it's a, a, a huge necessity. I, I I mean, if you think about uh, how things have gone over the last so many weeks, months, God, it, it seems like years, doesn't it? You know, especially since we've been together. Um, I, th I think it's important, absolutely important, because it'll it it it'll it'll, it'll force the the guidelines even more because people will have to, um, you know, abide by by what's been mm. put in place. Mike, Mark, what what are your thoughts? Do, would you be happy to um, have to prove that you've had the vaccinations before being allowed into an event like a live well, music event? I, you you know how I feel about everything, and it's let's not get opinion. to. <laughs> I'm not. Can this is a conspiracy show. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's for a different show. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to speak to Toby about that. Uh, Karen Osborne. She's got. Karen's got in touch with us. She agrees uh, with Ian on vaccination passports. Do get in touch with us, everybody, guys. Um, we are streaming live on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Pure West Radio. Come in. Get your opinions over to us. I think right. Mass testing would be more productive than vaccination passports when it comes to this sort of thing. You know, you have a test as you go in. If you're negative, you're in. If you're positive, 
you're out. So what you happens, Mike? And still, you don't know if you can still catch it or not. Okay. What what happens with um, the people who have purchased the tickets that are then maybe going to be turned away if if, if they're posting if, well, if they, they're tested they positive? They should obviously have a refund. How do you think I that's think going to have an impact, have though? Here's my issue with that. Oh, how is that going to have? How is that going to have a financial impact on the organisers? You know, if they're turning away a third of people who have bought their tickets yeah. through no fault of either yeah. party, and they're having to have a full refund, yeah. how are they going to afford to run? Exactly, exactly. But the the other the other side of the argument is that the vaccinations aren't a hundred percent. You're not going to catch it. Mm. So they're. Maybe they should do both. I don't know. Mark, you're very quiet, which worries me because it's not like I, um, you. I wasn't trying to. Wasn't trying to. I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't trying to butt in. I don't know. It's 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 a very sensitive topic, isn't it? Mm. Because even even those that are classically not not classified as or don't classify themselves as being you know sort of quote unquote conspiracy theorists are kind of dodgy about the fact that. You know, hey, what we've got to have a got to have a passport now. We've got to have a vaccine passport. That is something that you know people are reserved about. And with the amount of information out there, with whether we call it misinformation or not, depending on who's looking at it, you know, people people are reserved about this. I think it could cause a lot of issues potentially. But I do see it as being integral. I think the only way we're going to be able to move past this at all is is realistically, yeah, if, if there's some sort of check in place. Otherwise, it feels like we're never going to move forward. I do wonder no. whether this is, um, you know, a, 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 well, it's a very interesting conversation. I'm, I'm really interested for um, people's opinions on this because I know that there are a lot of people that, that I've spoken to people myself who are maybe a bit passionate about not having the vaccine yeah, um, of course. and and then is that a violation of human rights is that discrimination then if they are it's not a, allowed to it's a very big topic isn't it i mean it's a show in itself isn't it i i you know i used to be very sort of <laughs> yeah. um i used to be very sort of not not that i've changed at all but but you know i was very very passionate about being vaccinated and everything like that but i can certainly understand why in the last sort of uh, 12 months or so especially, that people are, are more reserved about what's happening. I think there hasn't been a great amount of information. People don't trust anything right now. And so, you know, they're being told to, yep, you got to, to, to do anything, to go out uh, to pubs, to, to go to venues, you got to have this vaccination done, you got to have... If you're already within that mindset of, well, that that's not right. That's not that shouldn't be happening. Well, this is just ten times worse, and I think it, it is going to create, um, you know, a lot of friction with a lot of people. People Mo that I think should be taken then. very seriously. Mo moving on, because we are we are strict for time mm. at the minute. Um, Ian, I'd like to welcome you to the show. I'm sorry, um, you know, that we haven't been able to welcome you earlier. The plan was to get you on a lot earlier. But as you're aware, this topic is massive. And, and the, the discussion and the debate has been, you know, massive. It's been a mass debate. We <laughs> ah, see. <laughs> we haven't been in the same room in all this time, you know, and it still happens. And we're so already mass debating together. Uh, well, we are. Um, I mean, even Ian, though I was pretty premature oh, earlier, so you know much. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Just just to officially welcome uh, Ian Davis, international music journalist, director of Stargazing Music Magazine. We've asked Ian, yeah, exactly. We've asked Ian to come on because um, I'm quite quite interested in, in picking Ian's brains um, and, and really seeing a music journalist's take on things. Now, unfortunately, and I'm really sorry, but we are going to have to kind of rush it, if you like. But the invitation is out there for you to come on to the next show as well. Um, Ian, you, you are going to be um, a big part part of the show moving forward which we're really happy about a lot of the music that we've played tonight has come from you and stargazer yeah, i mean I, I, there's there's plenty it's like a running tap at the moment um you know 100 acts covered since uh, middle of march last uh, last year when what's we, been, what's when we been, went into this pandemic what, 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 what's been your pick of the night so far in terms of artist the ones i've given you <laughs> <laughs> okay well there we are there's, there's the answer no exactly um, to be honest with you um uh, see I've, I've already forgotten the names but they were all sitting at the bottom of the screen there earlier the ignite mares what an energy yeah. that band oh, has got you, you know both in their music but also um you know in the interview and you know what what they said this is what it's all about the fact that they thought outside the box and they've just you know, carried on and tried to achieve and work their way around this pandemic and not let it beat them. And, they, mm. they, you know, they, they've just carried on yeah. almost reinventing themselves, redeveloping themselves. Yeah. In fact, I'm saying, throw, you know, thinking outside the box, they've thrown the box away. Oh, know? absolutely. And, and this is what it's all about. And there's a great many artists out there at the moment that are actually doing that. Um, but it's, it, it, it's hard for a lot of people. What was that, Mike? I said, would you say they hit the ground running? All those phrases are going to come out now. <laughs> We've got, we got all exactly. the cliches coming tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ian, Ian, I'd like, I'd like to ask you, like I said, I really apologise, because we are going to have to kind of rush with it, which, coffee, which, which, which isn't great. Um, what, um, what, what I'd like to ask you, Ian, is your take on how uh, from from a music journalist's perspective how uh, covid has, has affected um you know the industry as a whole but in particular what's the impact been like for you and for stargazer because i know that you and i have kept in touch over the over the entire lockdown you know we're very good friends off the mic as well and, and I know that actually Stargazer's, pro well, colleagues, acquaintances, <laughs> uh, um, I know that Stargazer's had a very successful 12 months, which is surprising in an industry that currently is drowning under the pressure of COVID-19. I did gulp like we all did when this all happened, you know, like we all thought, how are we going to cope? And especially with the music industry, the being, being the way it is. Um, but what's been happening, and this is not just for the magazine, it's been for many other magazines, a lot of record companies and record labels and artist media uh, PR agencies have been leaning on music magazines more and more because literally to pick up the slack because artists can't gig, um, they can't tour. And this is the time they'd be promoting those albums. Of course. Um, so they've been leaning on magazines more and more. Um, and I think third week into the lockdown last year, I was buried 62 bands and article potentials deep and running up till um, the day before Christmas Eve, I'd written my hundredth article in that time. And it, it, what was that? 10 months or whatever it was, you know, we're already on article 35 since the 11th of January and they're still coming in. 
Um, but it's it. There's been no change for the magazine for those reasons I've just told you. Um, but um, it, it, many magazines are picking up that slack now. So um, you know, short of going, not being able to go out on the road, uh, that's the biggest thing. Because as you know, Rob, I'm I'm always out there, London, Brighton, in the car, off to venues. Um, you know, even like judging on the Welsh factor, miss that um, terribly because it was like that big family gathering with all the artists and their families. Um, but it but it is hard. And one thing that, that America has been doing a lot of, um, almost like drive-in gigs, like a drive-in movie. Um, it's a shame we couldn't do something like that in this country. Yeah, that, that's um, something know, that, that interestingly... Yeah, it's something that interestingly I was quite eager to um, look at in the discussion of, of how we how we recover and, and we kind of skipped that one out. But yeah, absolutely, drive-in movies, uh, drive-in gigs. You know, sitting in your I car. Did see a, uh, there was like one company yeah. I'm sure that I saw it in the news not that long ago where they were doing sort of like drive-in uh, movies. Uh, that was over here. So, I mean, that would be... Yeah, they're doing really drive-in movies, but why couldn't we do a drive-in gig? Similar yeah, no, way, definitely. Keep your that, horn, that would, flash your lights, you know, instead of being able to applaud. You could yeah. easily put a bird on the right side of the stage. Um, you could have um, soft drinks to the other, because obviously there's a lot of people so, going to be driving. Instead of waving lighters, you can just put your indicators on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have to would you? <laughs> love it listen um what we're gonna have to do now unfortunately and like i said i'm really sorry if i haven't cut you short because we had planned for you to have far more of an impact on the show tonight than than unfortunately you have had but the invitation is there for us to work something out hey, it was ongoing. gonna be a late one for me anyway it was a very oh. late finish for the magazine tonight yeah. so uh you know fair play but uh i think it's still foggy in my room look <laughs> i'm sure it's yeah. this light, I that light out. ian um i'm really really excited for making noise in pos radio to be working working um, alongside Stargazing Music Magazine to get your insight on, on some of the, the, the mass debates that we're going to be doing together. But also, um, obviously, the music that, the, <laughs> that you're going to be sending over. Like we said, several of the tracks tonight have come directly from Stargazing Music Magazine in association with lots of other um, uh, you know, labels and, and organizations such as Heartright, Heart, Heart, get the music, Heartright the, the Agency, Heartright Agency yeah. Breaking Music Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. So really, really excited to um, to be working with you moving are you, forward. Are you okay, Rob? You, you sound like yeah, you're I mean, it's, too it's, much. It, there's going to be a lot more coming over the weeks, <laughs> um, you know, literally as we speak. So, uh, you know, I'll keep sending them to you and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work on it. But uh, yeah. this was just an introductory, really, for me tonight. Uh, but it, oh, can I just say, guys, I watched the early part of the show when I wasn't on. And it's uh, you're doing a great job. It's, Thank it's you so much. And, and we're um, really looking forward to having you on moving forward as well. What we're going to do now is play a track from uh, Shez Kane. She is the front woman of, well, one of the front women, I will say, from South Wales rock band Caned, along with her two sisters. We're going to play one of her solo tracks now, which I believe is called Torn. Um, she's got a brand new album, which I think was released last week. And this woman's vocals is phenomenal. If you ever get I'm a chance to go to and it. see Shez, or the full band caned. I think they're a, a yeah, six or seven or even eight piece band. You've got the three sisters on vocals and they've got the full band behind them. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Down with the Enemy had the, the opportunity to play alongside them in the Lemon Factory in Swansea back when that venue was open. It's closed Down down. With the enemy, I've never heard of them. Nor have I. Nor have I. They're yeah. rubbish. 
I knew it was coming, Mike. I knew it was coming. Listen, let's play the track. Chez Kane with Torn, and we're coming right back then for Stick to Your Day Job. Question mark. <sighs> A stranger to myself, locked up in my own head Hearing words you say, but nothing takes a pain away I'm drowning in my tears, who am I meant to be? It all gets too much, I hide behind my own disguise With no emotion Never enough in lying eyes Tied into pieces Broken down in my head Torn, so torn up into
The amazing Chez Kane there with her track Torn. Uh, as I said, she is the or one of the uh, front women of uh, Swansea-based rock band Caned. Um, now it's, it's time for um, the, the long-awaited feature of the night. Mark, I'm going to hand over to you now. Uh, but quick disclosure first. So this feature is called Stick to the Day Job? Question mark. It's not called Stick to the Day Job? Question mark, but there's Don't a question mark the question at the end mark. of it. We are not given a statement. It's a question. Every episode now, every show, we are going to be talking about um, a very well-known celebrity who has also ventured into the realm of music. Um, we are then going to be listening to that music and deciding whether they should have stuck to the day job, which might be acting, it might be might be sport, modeling, reality TV, whatever. Um, but it's a question. And um, we definitely encourage everybody to... Um, make as much music as they want. We are absolutely not going to dictate that. Anyway, moving on with the show. Um, on today's um, stick to the day job question mark, it's a very, very famous man, one of my favorite actors. It's Sir Christopher Lee. Mark, tell me a little bit about Sir Christopher. I mean, what do you need to know? Anyone that's listening to this right now is going to know who Christopher Lee is. Straight I up. mean, I mean, he's got, he's been in over two, he's been credited in over 265 different movies and TV shows. It's insane. Some of which most notable are Dracula, 1958, The Wicker Man, 1973, not the Nicolas Cage one, uh, The Hound <laughs> of the Baskervilles, uh, The Lord of the Rings trilogy, of course, of course. A Saruman, and of course, Count Dooku in Star Wars, Absolutely. episode two and three. But here's the thing. Um, what you might not know is that, that he also had a very distinguished military career, uh, of which one of his jobs, and quote here, was, was hunting Nazis and interrogating them by all uh, means necessary, apparently. Wow. In fact, in fact, during the filming of the second uh, Lord of the Rings, he had to correct Peter Jackson uh, when describing how to act when someone is stabbed. Uh, by saying, do you do you know what it? Have you ever heard someone being stabbed before? Um, <laughs> to which that sounds like a very awkward conversation. But um, and then proceeded to describe exactly what it was like to be stabbed, which you know begs many questions to do with uh, Christopher Lee and his his early military career. It, it, the guy has got a very long. Uh, history. I would love to go more into it, but of course we're running on time here. Now, yeah, that that alone is the most metal thing I've ever heard. It's it's pretty talk, metal. Talk, I mean, uh, the guy me the of... guy is the guy is a, a multilinguist, learning up to twelve different languages, for one thing. Twelve different languages. I mean, he's he's fluent in he was fluent in Italian, Spanish, French, German. Knew a bit of Mandarin. You wow. Because why wow. not? But most interesting, and this is where we come to, turns out the guy was a bit of a metalhead. And when I say a bit of a metalhead, was the most massive metalhead. I mean, he got into metal in the 1970s after hearing Black Sabbath, right? Um, and, I mean, it wasn't until later on. He did actually perform on, like, the, the Wicker Man. He actually recorded his own voice on the uh, uh, recording the, Rick, uh, the Wicker uh, the Wicker Man. There we are. Um, his <laughs> first it, metal contribution wasn't until 2005 when he provided, provided vocals for Rhapsodies of Fires, The Magic of, uh, of the Wizard's Dream. Then further past that, uh, his contribution to the Tour de Dor March 
Metal Remix. Metal Remix. Oh, this um, is incredible. As part of his own operatic pop album in 2006. Wow. It was a metal reimagining of the song from the opera Carmen. Carmen, rather. Then, in 2005, he contributed to uh, Man of War's re-recorded hymns album, uh, reciting a spoken word passage originally spoken by Orson Welles. But then, um, he he recorded his first own album in, in 2010. By which point uh, he, he was in his... 70s? At this point, he was he was ninety years old. Oh my goodness! What? Right. So his 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 no, this is crazy. By his most recent album, he was ninety three years old. He's technically the oldest metalhead to to produce an album, as far as I know of. Right. It was called Charlemagne by the Sword and the Cross. The lead single uh, was called Let Legend Mark Me as King. Was released on his ninetieth birthday. So 90th birthday, detailing the history of the first Holy Roman Emperor. Um, three years later, he recorded another album called Charlemagne, The Omens of Death, arranged by current Judas Priest. Oh, my guitarist. goodness. This it's insane. This guy well, is amazing. Well, unfortunately, because I know that we could talk about this all night, I'm going to have to stop you there because we are running out of time. Now, normally what oh, we would want... One more caveat. Go on. One more caveat. He recorded two metal Christmas albums. <laughs> well, Just I know what we're doing on the Christmas episode this <laughs> Me year. Me too. It's amazing. What, um, what we're going to do, normally on the show, guys, um, in, in future episodes, we'll maybe be a little bit more prepared. Today was very much a pilot, working things out. Um, we will talk after the track as well, and that's when we'll decide, should he have stuck to us? Should they have stuck to the day job? Unfortunately, we, we've run way out of time now. We may even have to cut this track short. I'm, 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 I apologize for that. However, we're going to put our votes in now, because I know we've all listened to the track, and we will invite people to put their votes in on Facebook, on the live stream, and we will revisit this now on the next episode. It'll be one of the first things we do, I promise. My vote I know what that is. Mike, should Christopher Lee have stuck to the day job? No. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mark, what do you think? Of course not. Absolutely not. The guy's a legend. Amazing. Absolutely. The spirit Absolutely. of metal. Yes. He received no, the spirit no. of metal reward. No, you know? My vote with the metal. My vote is exactly the same. Although his day job was incredible, he was in some of my absolute well, yeah. childhood favourites. Count Dooku and Saruman. I mean, the man was already a legend before I heard any of this. Absolutely not, though, should he have stuck to the day job. The music is incredible. We will talk about it on next month's show. We are going to be live on Pure West Radio the third Monday of every month. Thank you, everybody who has just Rest in peace, today. rest in peace, Christopher Absolutely. Lee. Just you, saying it. You you beat me yes, to it. You beat me to obviously. it. Unfortunately, obviously he's, he's, he's passed away um a few years ago now. One thing you didn't mention, Willy Wonka's dad. Willy Wonka's dad, that wasn't Willy Wonka's dad. Was, yeah. Um anyway, we'll leave it there. Go on. He he received the he received the Spirit of Metal Award at the at the Metal Hammer of Golden uh, Gods of Show in 2010. We're going to have to talk about him on next week. We will. Show. We will. Really looking forward to it. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in to making noise tonight. It's been Thanks, an experience. Um, <laughs> a massive thank you to all of our guests tonight, including uh, Age Nightmares, including Ian Davis. Massive thank you to our producer, Tom, who's been working tirelessly behind the scenes. I know I've overrun. You, I'm Tom. very sorry. Thank you, everybody. Mark, lastly, would you like to introduce the track? What track are we on? Oh my god. <laughs> this is where I fall out. This is where I fall out. 
Oh, it's Lotharo. Wings are no, biting no, 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 no. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Christopher, is that Christopher where we're like, that, that we've just talked about it for ten minutes. <laughs> I'm I'm logged out, mate. Which one okay. are we doing? Sorry, we we you are do we it. are. We are about to play uh, the track by Christopher Lee, um, as we've just discussed on this feature. Please let us know if you think Christopher Lee should have stuck to the day job or not. Uh, thank you to everybody that's tuned in tonight. We will be back uh, on, I think, the 19th of April, but I'm very sorry if I'm wrong with that. Um, thank thank you. you to everybody, and good night. Good night. Later, all. <laughs>